Hello from the Plannerverse. Welcome to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Plannerverse, episode 18. Today, the gruesome twosome are going to be discussing emergency preparedness. I am Karina Tovmasian and my co-host is... Steve Morton, as always. As always. Steve, it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> oh no. As Snoopy usually starts his typing <laughs> content, that's usually what he starts with. So we are discussing today the importance of having emergency preparedness and preparing the content that will need to go with you should an emergency arise. And emergencies can come in various forms. We're talking everything, the gamut from um, terroristic events, God forbid, or storms, or earthquakes, or floods, fires. We've been encountering a lot of those experiences this year throughout the Plannerverse. We've noticed many people have been caught up in the fires in Canada. There's earthquakes that have happened, there's tsunamis, and all kinds of things going on. The most important thing, I think, is if we all are going to carry our planners around as we do, and we complain about the heft of them, then at least let us know what documents are in them and why we're carrying these around. I think that's one of the most important things. And keep in mind also, for emergencies such as car accidents, God forbid, if something were to happen to you, does your family know how to access the information that you need or that they need? bank accounts and passwords and usernames and that sort of thing. What would happen if you were to just disappear for a couple of days? Would your family be able to have access to the most important information to keep the household running and or to maintain um, the financial needs that the family would need if you're there or if you're incapacitated for a few days, weeks in the hospital, that sort of thing. Uh, So that's our discussion today, Steve. Uh, What do you think? Is this a good topic for us? Well, it's something that we should all consider doing, I'm sure, because, um, you know, emergencies of one type or another always happen when you least expect them to happen. Um, Occasionally you get told ahead of time about a water outage or a power outage or something like that. But I remember from sort of 1987 in in UK when we, we were hit by a... I think they, it wasn't classed as a hurricane, but it was fairly high winds. And we woke up in the morning to no power, and not a lot was working. And this was before the internet, really. And my father rang up and said, you've had a big storm, turn the TV on. Uh, Dad, we've got no power. <laughs> and at the time, the, and we the phones would work because they were analog. Yeah, and exactly. if the power went out, the phones would still work. So there's another win for analog. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't have power for 36 hours. So, And we had a young baby then mm. as well, of course. So he was only uh, nine months oh, old. Wow. So, yeah, it was quite critical. And it, October, end of October, which it was, of course, it's not the, the warmest time of the year either. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we had to sort of quickly sort of you know think right what we're going to do next sort of thing so yeah an emergency plan of some description um in is 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 a good thing to have and sort of having information um to hand uh, be it uh, about yourself about your family and all that Mm -hmm. sort of thing or you know things like you know the utility companies you know their emergency numbers so because invariably they put a 
um, sort of recorded message on, don't they? Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, they don't expect you don't expect to talk to somebody half the time with when they get into that situation. They just put a pre-recorded message on saying, "Yes, you're the 50 millionth person to um, <laughs> to report an outage. That. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah. you win nothing." <laughs> Yeah. Well, so, so. I, ideally, what we're looking for then is, um, and, and I've spoken about this a couple of times, is to have that home binder act as the emergency mm. book. And in I have that yeah. home binder ready. And in that book, we have copies of the deed to the house, um, bank mm. statements with the account numbers. Um, we have... What else is in there? Oh, the information, like you said, of the utility companies and how to access, because oftentimes uh, utility companies have a regular phone number where you can call up for administrative issues. They also have an emergency phone number in case mm. things go wrong. And where we live out here in Colonial Williamsburg, there's a lot of storms. There's a lot of high winds. Sometimes hurricanes do come through. And uh, yeah. as a result, we do get power outages. So we have to constantly be thinking about, well, if the power does go out or if we we're eventually going to invest in a generator, but not right now. So if we're dealing with this, then our neighbors are dealing with this. That means that for the next few days, there's probably not going to be ATMs working. Right. If you need yeah. money, yeah. you've got to have some cash on hand. So start mm. thinking in terms of if you had nothing working for the next three days, how would you handle mm. your food situation? How would you handle your money situation? How would you handle so that you can continue your standard of living without going into zombie apocalypse mode, right? You're not starting to scrounge <laughs> parsley from your neighbors. Please, uh, may I have some more? <laughs> so ideally, uh, in that house planner, I have all the information that I would need that in case, God forbid, the house absolutely collapsed, we would still be mm. able to pick up and file insurance claims and we would be mm. able to um, follow through with whatever else we need to do from another base if we went to a hotel or to from a car. Mm. This, I, this is a classic case, I think, where your sort of information bank, for want of a better mm. word, is going to be split up, isn't it? It's going to be split between the stuff that you are going to need at home and really can stay at right. home um, compared to this, this a much smaller amount of information that you will be sort of carrying in a, in your sort of planner that goes with you everywhere. Yes, and yes. So the, 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 there's a different sort of scenario. That's a good there? distinction there's, there's to make. Emergencies, yes. emergencies that happen to you, the person per se, mm -hmm. um, as an individual, compared to something that affects your whole household. And, you know, I would sort of split the two in that sort yes. of sense. Yeah, because you so don't need that, to be carrying your deed with you everywhere no, you go. you know, right. you don't need all that stuff with it or, you know, how, the details of how to start this new generator that you've only used three times. Right, but that's know? why that's the house planner. And the house yeah. planner I don't carry with me all the time as I do my no. everyday planner. And so no. that's a very good distinction to make, Steve. And so what would you mm. carry in your everyday planner? And let's say, God forbid, you were incapacitated for three days. What would be in your planner? Certainly you have, I would put up at the front of the organizer, because that's obviously the first place that someone is going to turn and look at, in ca and a, sort of an in-case-of-emergency type page, right. with the bare minimum of who to contact, you know, in case of an emergency, and you are sort of knocked out, heaven forbid, and you've been involved in some accident, or, you know, you've fainted, or you've had some medical mm -hmm. issue or something. Um, something like, you know, your next of kin, right. 
your nearest mm-hmm. and near, nearest and dearest. Phone numbers and email uh, address, people, right? Phone, Absolutely yeah. important. And mm-hmm. your details of your doctor as well, because they've got to have your um, full records. doctor mm-hmm. records. Now, that, that, I must admit, will vary depending on which part of the world you're living in. Here in France, if you put my plastic card, smart card in, that gives them access to my medical records. And of course, I always carry that okay. with me. But whatever. Um, it, it, that's not universal by any means. So, you know, your details of who your doctor is and their phone number would would be a big help, I'm sure. Um, that, you know, you, you can actually condense that down into the sort of just a single sheet of paper in the front of your organiser in case of an emergency with maybe some pointers to other more detailed information further into the planner if you don't want it all at the front because you know it could end up being I also keep uh, under under that emergency I say that if I'm incapacitated I have a dog at home who needs to be fed and let out mm. so in case of anything for the pet owners out there you may want to consider the second order effects of what will happen in mm. case you something happens to you yeah yeah so yeah you can have pointers pointing to the various details of mm. people you don't they don't have to like squeeze everything onto one page right it's just the very no. basic information mm. so you can you can actually break it down and make it life a bit easier but certainly there's 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 great scope isn't there for the, the stuff that you keep at mm. home as you've already described for you know details of you know what to do in this type of emergency or that type of emergency you know we for, for very often um, there's no power outage or nothing. Just and um, our internet will just sort of you know, stop working, you know. And we think, mm, how long is this going to last? We've been thrown back to the Cretaceous period, have we now? Yeah. <laughs> internet. We've out. even sort of put laptops in the car and driven oh, no. down the road where we found access via a different provider like and sat outside somebody's house. Have you got any Wi-Fi? <laughs> Yeah, we've sat there on free Wi-Fi before now. Of course, the trouble with that is, is because you've left the home, you don't know whether your own hot Wi-Fi has come back yeah, again. Yeah, that's or right. And uh, and so you say so you go, you can report it, report the outage sort of thing, because we've got right. that, we've bookmarked that page. And of course, then when you get back to the house, it's all you know. You've been sort of sat outside thinking, mm, I think it's time we sort of went home. We want to fancy yeah. a drink now. But by the time you get back again, of course, it's all working. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I have, a, um, I have a friend, Greer, who lives further in the south in the United States, and she's constantly mm. getting uh, hurricanes and power outages. And I remember discussing with her specifically this mm. case. And what we came up with was having the home planner at a, in a place in a rucksack with extra mm. clothes with whatever else she needs for her son, for example, because she knows they're going to be going to her parents or however they set up that emergency situation. And all of this stays always in the same place. So in case of a home emergency, you just grab that go bag and you have everything. You don't have to think about where it is. And so that way you've got, you've gotten that thinking part of the emergency prepared already. And have a little torch available because you can't read your planner in the dark. It doesn't doesn't have a backlight. A does torch, it? definitely <laughs> a flashlight for those of you who are wondering why Steve carries a, a torch with him, and uh, <laughs> one of those uh, crank radios. Have you ever gotten hold of those? They're fantastic. Yeah. We've even got sort of um, wind up torches or flashlights, as you wish to go. Um, they they work quite well. 
you know, just keep winding them. You can also keep, uh, for wind. example, extra battery packs for to charge up devices mm. in case you need to make your phone yeah. last a little longer. Have charging cords in your car because that's going to be another source of being able to extract electricity yeah. from somewhere. And uh, and then just make sure that your go bag has three or four days of information and content that will allow you to feel relatively safe and clean and, and happy as can be. The people that rely on electronic calendars have no. <laughs> them. We, 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 Are we, we talking about them? Those, those, those <laughs> the, them, those people. Where are they going to be in all this when the power goes out? And the I'll tell you where they're going to be. They're going to be right behind us going, can I borrow $5? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely have so, cash on hand too. Yeah, always take out extra cash. That's what I do. At the end of the week, I take out extra cash and I keep it in a cash box. And, you know, uh, leave it there. You, you feel very... You can feel feel very smug, can't you, when you say when you know where you are supposed to be <laughs> and what you're supposed to be doing for the next five days, whilst they're also going help. Punk. Right. Well, the argument and, would then uh, say, I, I bet you one of these people would come back and say, well, in an emergency, we really wouldn't be having these meetings, so it wouldn't matter. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it reminds me of. Um, Places I've worked in the past where there was no, you know, just because there was a local emergency mm -hmm. or snowfall or something like that, that didn't mean that everything stopped. You know, life carried right. on simply because of the fact that we were um, servicing a service of some description for overseas, you know, and as far as they were concerned, they wanted to make sure that they still had communication back to UK mm -hmm. or whatever. So. Well, one of the things that I do with my planner for emergencies, though, is I back it up to Evernote. I don't mm. know if anybody else does, but in case something happens to my planner, I'd like to have a digital copy of it, at least the contacts mm. lists and the most important parts of um, reference mm. section, I get. I, I can speak from experience, sadly, um, in that if you are managing a team of people, then you should at least have... A page in your planner which has the phone, home yes. phone numbers or mobile numbers of all the people in your team. Yes. Because um, back in 1996, I sat on the phone one evening with people ringing me asking, did I have such and such his phone number? Because they used to work for me sort of thing. And I'm going, yes, I have got their number and I'll contact them rather than passing you the number sort of yeah. thing. So it was... Uh, it was a, an emergency situation, and we sort of all worked together to sort of get through it. Sort of yeah. Thing. Well, so that's why uh, it's important. And also, another thing to keep in mind is make copies of your credit card uh, credit card information, the front and back, because usually the back has mm. the phone number where you're going to be able to call in an emergency. And if those credit yeah. cards are no longer being used or something happens and they go missing, then how are you going to call? I mean, yes, one could potentially look online, but if there's no online to look up, yeah, how, how are mm. you going to call these people? Yeah. They, you don't think about these things, but it's important to make sure that you've got um, this set up. Another key section that I use in my planner, and this part stays at home because I don't feel safe walking around with it, but is having a set of usernames and passwords, as well as bookmarked mm. sites for the banking institutions and things that um, your family needs to have access to in case you're not available that they still need mm -hmm. to have access to these things. And so if something were to happen to you, does your family know 
which websites they need to go to to access your accounts. And that's tremendous. I've been um, sort of trying to concentrate that sort of information down as much as I can now because it's very easy for it to sort of, you know, grow, you know, as many logins as you mm. have, that can be m even more than, you know, people in your contact That's list right. almost. In my case, it's more or less about equal now. It's 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 silly how many logins yeah. I have to have compared to how many friends are in the contact list. It, you know, used to be sort of a small number compared to a large contact But just list. even yeah. to order a pizza now, you need a login. And I wonder why they yeah. ask you for such an encrypted... A password yeah. because what are people going to break into your pizza account and order pizzas behind your back or I, what I mean what happens to, why do you need that level of encryption for pizzas but yeah that's just me <laughs> I think it's important to think about the basic sites yeah the most important sites mm -hmm. I really wouldn't go off off the handle with this if you've got more than two pages of usernames and passwords then I think you're overdoing it um, and mm -hmm. two pages I mean personal size sheets yeah not not a letter yeah. size sheet. Um, so what else, as far as emergency preparedness, if you're going to prepare the documents that come with you, you might as well, um, and this I've advised my clients many times, make copies of these documents and put them on a thumb drive and keep that thumb mm. drive in a safe, dry place, maybe in a bank deposit account or somewhere mm. where you can keep it in case of something. I mean, I don't know, maybe all your originals are destroyed and you need to reproduce these documents, yeah. then electronic version will absolutely help. Unless there has been mm. some electromagnetic pulse that has destroyed everything on the earth, and then in case you, you, you know, then you just don't even need the documents. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what other sort of preparedness would one need? I would think if your documents are all set aside, then you probably want to set up some preparedness for your home and your family. And so I would mm. think um, some emergency planning as far as a meeting place, in case you can't meet at the home and everybody's split up from point A to point B. And also having, um, a, like I said, a go bag, but also what do you keep in that go bag? Yeah, you got to kind of prepare for clothing and, and flashlights and money and that sort of thing. But do you have anything like that set up for yourself, Steve? Not, not really as such, but... Okay, we've spoken about my wonderful man bag before. That's literally my sort of grab-and-go bag, more or less. Mm. That, that would be, you know, I would just literally grab that and go, because that's got several sort of important documents that normally reside in there. But it's normally for for convenience sake. But it certainly work, would work in an emergency situation, sort of thing. But, um, no, I've... Um, had you know never we don't get that sort of sort of storm situation here but um just knowing how to contact sort of key members of your family is I think is extremely important and knowing where they are um not necessarily you know in great detail um but you know if you know that you know your son who's living away from home is going to be away somewhere um you know just get sort of cursory details and just add it to your planner you know so and so is in la or in london or, or wherever that week so that if you do see something come up on the tv news you at least know whether to be worried or not or to panic or not of course you don't panic you, you <laughs> we don't panic here this is the hitchhiker's guide to the planet panic, don't, don't panic, don't panic. Uh, one of the things i had used when i was living out in la we had a lot of earthquakes in la 
was that mm. I had picked a, a family member that was outside the state. So we would call into Massachusetts, right. for example, to let that family member know that all the other family members are safe because the phone lines yeah. would be completely uh, full. And so if you're trying mm. to reach each other during an emergency, the phone lines are going to be jammed with people trying to do the same thing. And one mm. of the solutions to this was to find a person outside the area that you can all call into to say, hey, I'm safe. Yeah. If so-and-so calls, let them know where I'm at and use that person as a as a uh, relay station, really. Mm. I remember uh, back in 2005, um, we were here um, during when we just bought the house. And it was ju in July of 2005 when the, there was the terrorist attacks in London. Mm -hmm. Of course, we weren't really, you know, we were so busy sort of, I think I was assembling the kitchen thing at the time. And we got a text message from our son back in UK saying, there's something going on in London, turn on the radio. It's wow. It was as simple a message as that. Yeah. He, he was okay, he wasn't in London. Yeah. Um, but, of course, we then turned on Radio 4 or BBC, and, of course, we could actually then sort of follow the news in the same same sort of pace as he was. Right. And um, right. work out what on earth was going on sort of thing. But... Um, Yes, I like your idea of um, having a sort of a central contact point away from sort of your normal sort of, um, you know, domestic sort of area sort of thing. So you can contact them. And, you know, that works a lot well with um, with children as well at school. You know, you, they normally have a like a flow system where you someone contacts sort of the first sort of 12 people and right. those 12 people contact right. another sort of five people and so it sort of goes down like a big pyramid sort of thing right and ideally is you can think about medicines and other things that you need to put in your uh, go bags to make sure you have everything ready mm. but i i don't know every there's no limit as to how long you're going to be incapacitated. you could It could be for one day, and it could be for seven days. I think a good range mm. would be three to four days, because within three to four days, you could probably get yeah. to a point where you can replenish what mm. you have. And mm. if you can't, then I guess it's a war situation, mm. and it's good luck. Yeah. <laughs> then. I actually, I, for instance, I actually carry my prescription in my sort of organizer that I carry around right. with me. Right, Um Two reasons for that. If I get asked, get stopped when I'm carrying the, the medication, somebody wants to know what it is because it's never in the box. It's always external to the box. So mm -hmm. I can then produce the prescription to prove that I'm, you know, allowed to, you know, this is what they are. And, you know, it's just sort of standard medication. It's nothing funny sort of thing. Right. But it also means that I actually can reply if I was to lose my medication. I have the prescription to sort of get some more sort of things. So right. So that, that's actually a very good purpose. thing to keep the prescription on there. If you've got eyeglasses, yeah. your prescription for your mm. eyeglasses, uh, keep a spare set in case of anything. Right. And when we say in case of anything, yeah. I think we are talking about if you're not in a place where you can access things that you would normally be able to access in, in the time and space yeah. you would want them to. Um, of course, your planner. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I would definitely, in an emergency, I'd probably definitely. grab them all. I would, I would open up my wingspan and grab all my gilios and say, okay, everything else can go, but not the gilios. They this come cupboard with me. goes. <laughs> this cupboard, right? Take Mine's the, on wheels. <laughs> unhook the cupboard. <laughs> Mine's on wheels, Steve. I'll be rolling oh, it down the street. <laughs> 
Um, so, okay, and as far as uh, being able to access information online, that's why I recommend having printouts and why I've turned around to all the billing companies that we use the services and utilities mm. and have told them, please send us paper bills uh, or give us yeah. access to emails that will have the paper bill as a, in a PDF and I can then print mm. it, which I do. And yeah. you wonder why, why am I creating more paperwork? Well, because of this reason exactly, because uh, mm. if electronically something goes down, then I can always access on a paper bill, the account number, the information, and mm. right, if my planner disappears, then the information's on there. Mm. So um, so what tips do you have for our listeners this week or, or what is in your to-do list for this week? My to-do list this week, he says, looking at it rapidly. <laughs> it's My continued improvement in using my uh, to-do list, I hasten to add, is, is going quite well, actually. I sort of get to this point on sort of a Tuesday evening mm. after the sort of initial sort of craziness of the start of the week. And I'm sort of thinking, oh, no, the week is now open. What do I do next sort of thing? And um, it, it really is starting to work well because I suddenly start looking at my watch and thinking, right, I want to do this and I want to do this. <laughs> and um, I spotted one thing that I could do um, the other day. I thought, ah, I need to fill up the water butt, which... Um, feeds our irrigation system for the roses mm -hmm. and the roses need deadheading at the same time oh there uh -huh. you go <laughs> I can do two things at once yes contextualizing you know. wins again <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> you got it in one i thought kareen's going to be very pleased with me when i, I mention am. that one you know in pleased. garden can do this can do this winner <laughs> Well, I um I actually have a win story for you that I'd like to share with our listeners this week. Instead of sharing what's in my to-do list, I I was able to give a talk about my business to a local uh, entrepreneurial what they call quote unquote incubator. That's not my word; it's their word. I I I see little baby chicks popping out when I hear incubator, so that's not me. But I was able to give little a ducklings. talk, and sure enough, as I got to my uh, speaking moment, the lady who was introducing me said, oh, I've pulled some things off of your website. Is this good? And of course, everything she'd pulled off the website had nothing to do with what I was speaking about on that day. It was correct information, but it was just not about the topic. And so what did I do? Because I am such a well-prepared and planned person, I went into my A5 Gilio and I extracted a, an introduction I had devised for myself that I use weekly at my Toastmasters events. And I just mm -hmm. popped the rings open, handed her this and say, just don't say it's project number, whatever, cancel all this out. And I had a perfect introduction for her that I was carrying around with me simply because I was so prepared. That is a tremendous win story for me because she was like, you have that in your planner? I said, yes, I am that lady. I am that organized. Look at me and be amazed at how amazing this is. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've just added another page we should all have in our planet. In case people need to introduce... Our own background information. <laughs> in case someone needs to introduce you on the fly, right? How yeah. shall I introduce you? Here, I happen to have that information in A5, printed and hole-punched. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In my case, the jaw would hit the floor and go, what? <laughs> uh, that was her look. She says, you have that there? Mm -hmm. I said, oh, yeah, you'd be surprised mm -hmm. what I have in that planner. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you got to 
justified somehow, haven't you? But uh, no, no, it works, and that's right. That's what what matters. <laughs> I was I was really. shocked that I had it. Really, I I looked around. I couldn't believe that I was the one that pulled that out of my planner. Um, as far as to dos go, I my latest thing is that I am using um, Sheng Chang's DIY fish inserts for my mm -hmm. medium-sized Miyakara gold. And I do have to say, I showed Steve earlier. Steve, wouldn't you say that's quite a large footprint for a personal yeah. size planner? It's absolutely tremendous. It's it's almost the equivalent of having um, a duplex organizer, yes. as yes. in, like, and I'm showing oh, you one now. That. This is my horrible, this horrible plastic <laughs> thing that I sort of purchased, which has got two sets of rings on it and not a lot else really. It's all, all yes. a bit floppy, but it, it's the equivalent of having yes, that, isn't it? it? Is. Of having sort of been able to have effectively a view of four pages at once yes. um, spread across it's, the desk. It's version 5S2 with daily sheets. And my darlings, let me tell you, I have taken three years to really research how I use my inserts to come to this conclusion. And I have a feeling it's working, but that's on my to-do for this week is to continue using them and to exploit yeah. the potentiality of these inserts because I am loving them. I'm so excited. <laughs> but this has been your emergency preparedness uh, podcast. And where can we find you, Steve? I'm um, just just going to check where I'm going to should be. <laughs> where will you be? This week. <laughs> this week. <laughs> this week, the usual place is uh, filofaxi.com and travelersnotebooktimes.com. And let me check in my planner to see where I'll be this week <laughs> as one, because I'll disappear perhaps. <laughs> you does. can always find me on Instagram at karinetovmasian.com or karinetovmasian and uh, the blog is karinetovmasian.com. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please email me, steve, at filofaxi.com with your ideas. Thank you.